Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast. The podcast about the beautiful club within the beautiful game. Playing at the beautiful stadium that is uh, the Emirates tonight for a League Cup match. But first, we need to quickly talk about Wolves. We're going to get on to that in a moment with a friend of the show, David Townsend. But first of all, making his debut, we have Leo, don't we, Leo? Welcome to the show. Hi, folks. Yeah, I'm Leo. I've been a fan for just the 51 years, home and away. So <laughs> just the 51. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been it's been a roller coaster and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, I mean these are the best of times. So what's not to like? Yeah. We've just come off the back of back-to-back wins now. After a sticky start, result-wise, if not performance-wise, we've uh, we've now not only crashed Chelsea four-one, uh, and everybody enjoyed that one, uh, but we've got a, a second consecutive win away at Wolves. Three 2 this time, going a goal up 2-1 down and coming back to win 3-2 uh, as you said, it doesn't get any better than that does it? Absolutely, I mean I think we're in dreamland in many ways um, phenomenal that we could actually beat 10 men, there have been so many games where we've been against 10 men or even 9 men and we couldn't beat them, so yeah. take nothing for granted, it's uh, another fantastic win and just terrific to see us above Chelsea in the table in particular isn't it? Yeah, we've ended up back where we started when Potter left, which was just above them. So it's quite nice to be back there now. It's great. Um, different scores again. We got seven goals in two games. So who said we couldn't score? Um, okay, a couple of those were OGs in the Chelsea match, but nonetheless. Um, but three different scorers again. Mitzema, man of the match, was outstanding. Lalana had an absolute blinder and managed to uh, to last a fair old while. Uh, his goal, which was absolutely brilliant to start things off, Mitzema's header, and then of course Mitzema was uh, was key in setting up Pascal Gross's goal, which for some reason, Dennis Undav laid it on for Pascal Gross, and he's had no credit for getting the assist. I've looked on uh, Sofa Score, BBC, doesn't seem to be re- mentioned anywhere. Um, cruel injustice for a man who's surely desperate for, for some credit uh, in these early days with the Albion. Yeah, I'm sure you're absolutely right. Um, he's had no real opportunity yet. I think it's important that Albion fans don't form a judgment on him because he's had no time. He's had no minutes at all whatsoever. I think if you look carefully, that's probably the 
Wolves defender who's inadvertently put him right in the path of Pascal and as we all know Pascal is the best finisher in the club and especially late on uh, he's got the phenomenal stamina and his ability to finish is unerring when it matters yeah. I, need to, I need to have a look back at that because I was convinced Dundar got the touch they should, I'm sure the defender wouldn't mind uh, the credit going elsewhere <laughs> uh, even though it's not an own goal scenario but still there we go so, so yeah 51 years then Leo um, where did it all start tell, tell us just a little bit about your early days in terms of who, who were your heroes what were your cultural experiences going to the game back in the day yeah, proper proper cultural experiences. I mean, I remember very vividly my dad taking me 1971, Port Vale, um, at home. It's a one-all draw. Um, my hero, really, is Brian Horton, who was the best captain the Abbey never had. And I only found out recently that he actually played in my first ever game, but for Port Vale. Um, so I'd seen him play, but I didn't have no memory of it, of course, age eight or whatever. And, um, but, yeah, I was pleased. And I did get to meet him fairly recently when he did a book signing in home and I got his book signed. So that was, that was really good, yeah. Brilliant. I've had the pleasure of meeting him as well. Lovely guy. Really nice guy. As is the man sitting next to you tonight, Mr. David Townsend, friend of the show. Hello, David. How are you? And how have you been enjoying the last couple of games? Good evening, everyone. Yeah, no, it's been it's been fantastic, and um, uh, unfortunately, I didn't I didn't go to Wolves, but um, caught, caught, listened to the commentary on uh, BBC Sussex and uh, saw the highlights later, and um, so pleased that Lalana that it was at last there's some some end product from from Lalana, which um, for all his lovely touches, we you know his finishing hasn't hasn't been great. Um, and I think it's only his second goal for the Albion, so very pleased that he scored. And, and his assist uh, was a thing of beauty as well for uh, for Mitama. Um I just think it looks really encouraging now, um, and you get the feeling now, you know, that goals can come from all over the park now, rather than just from from one or two players. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it bodes well. It'd be interesting to see how we how we get on against Villa on uh, on, on Sunday. Um, you know, given given the new manager bounce there um, but um, yeah um, it looks like you know we're, we're continuing we can go toe to toe with the big boys but actually probably have more, more chance of scoring now as well so I think it's uh, looking good and um, yeah I'll be looking forward to our, our European tour next year <laughs> I really hope so David I hope you're right um, well said um, in terms of the scoring by the way you're right yeah I mean we, we are getting goals from all over that's what we need I think deserve he's on record as saying that he's not too fussed about getting a striker in uh, in the uh, January window which will be interesting uh, to, to see what happens in the end in terms of scorers in the Premier League Albion scorers Glenn Murray, well he's had 37 Premier League goals, he's got 26 for us which is tied with Neon Morpé both of whom, of course, are not playing for us anymore. Leandro Trossard is only one behind on 25 after his goal um, against Chelsea. Pascal Gross is up to 22 now. Uh, all, of course, for the Albion. Um, and then after that, you've got Danny Welbeck on 12 for the Albion, albeit he's had 56 overall. And you mentioned Adam Lallana. Um, well, he's got... Uh, I've where is it? Two goals for us, 32 goals overall in the Premier League. A little bit more than I thought he had, actually. He must have got some for Saints as well as Liverpool. Yeah. But um, I, I've got to say, um, it's looking odds on that Leandro will take the spoils this season. I, I can't see him getting overtaken by Pascal Gross. 
The only issue around that is if there's a sale in January. I don't see that happening. Newcastle Vlogs and other media outlets are trying to push the notion that he's going for 30 million or so in January. I don't think we'll sell him for any price in January unless it's utterly ridiculous money. Would you, would you agree with that? Because we need to keep, keep hold of him, don't we? For this, for the rest of this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, um, um, you know, despite what Leo said about Pascal Gross, I, I, I really think that uh, Trossard is the... Um, it's the most natural finisher at the uh, at the club, so I, I think it's imperative that we hold, hold on to him at least until until the summer. Um, and you know, um, I, I know Lalana and uh, De Zerbi have said you know that we don't need another striker, but uh, um, I mean, obviously, Undaf um, hasn't had the game time yet, so we don't know how that's going to pan out. But I, I still feel that um, it would be good to bring someone in in, 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 in January in case in case Trossard. Um, or Gross goes through a, through a lean spell, so yeah. uh, uh, I, th- I think you know that, that it would be really good if they if they could strengthen. But, but you know, if they don't, then um, you know I'm, I'm I'm encouraged by what I've seen recently and uh, what we've scored um, three or four and a, and and a, and the three at Anfield um, uh, under De Zerbi. So uh, I think it's moving in the right direction. Yeah. And tonight, Arsenal away. The Emirates. We've been here a few times. We've got. We've had very happy hunting ground success at all London grounds last season, and North London in particular was was, was ours, as the song went. Um, I wonder if we'll get a result tonight. I'm having a look to see if the um, the teams are in actually so far. Uh, we're speaking. We're at the Tufnell Park Tavern, an excellent pub. Subtle lighting, lovely beers, really good food, uh, quite enjoyable, quite frankly. Um, but in terms of the teams, I'm just having a look through. Can't see any information there. There must be something out there, um, but apparently not. So um, I would imagine plenty of changes. I'm hoping Undab will get a start, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll probably catch a bit of audio in the game. But David, let's enjoy ourselves. Let's hope for a good game. I don't know how many fans we've got coming to this. We've been given the option of loads, but I don't know how many we take. Well, um, I read this morning that we've got um, over 6,000 coming. Uh, I think it was 6,300 tickets have been sold as of this morning. Oh, so, fantastic. Which is incredibly impressive, really, for a, for a League Cup uh, match midweek. So, yeah, same, uh, old, same old stadiums we used to go to as well. Yeah, Nothing yeah. new there, is there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so at least someone will be making some noise at the Emirates tonight yeah. at the <laughs> library. <laughs> Goalie the wrong way from the penalty spot against the former car. How was that? 
brilliant. We, we fully deserve it. We've been the better team. Arsenal have had one shot. It's a great yeah, goal, I have to say. Against the run of play, yeah. Fully deserved the equaliser. Yeah. So pleased with Danny. First goal of the season against exactly. his old club. Oh, what timing. What brilliant. timing. Brilliant. <laughs> come on, Albion. Yes, come on. He left us your shit. He left us your shit. He left us your shit. So we've reached half time. I'm with Jacko, who I was chatting to a little bit earlier, and with his friend Julian, friend of the show. Let's go to you, Julian. You haven't been on yet at this podcast. What do you make of the first half? Uh, well, I mean, it was sort of the, we had a few chances sort of very early on. Could have maybe scored uh, yeah. uh, quite early, but uh, Arsenal came back into it. Quite an open game. Yeah. Uh, sort of quite, yeah. um, you know, it's uh, been filled with more goals in it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were we were the, the more dominant side. Six had more possession uh, overall until they scored. Uh, we let them in down the left side, and we and um, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, it's got uh, Reese Nelson was in on the left side, I think it was. Uh, and then well, basically, no yeah. was yeah. it? Yeah. They said the corner, good goal to be fair, but yeah. not really. I don't think it's goal they deserve. No, I can't remember very many chances other than the uh, other than the penalty since uh, since we scored. I think it's been mainly there. Yep. So yeah, I think it's sort of been, they look quite good, but uh, but it's an open game. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, hopefully um, you can hear all this above the PA, which is rather loud. Yeah. Um, one one other thing that's loud, and that's a bit unusual or fairly loud anyway, is the Arsenal fans. They've got an ultra section away to our left behind the goal. What's going on there, Jacko? Well, I just think they're, they're, they're kind of like a, a rich people's crystal palace, aren't they? <laughs> they're there with their little drum. I mean, it's the first time I've ever heard any singing at the Emirates. I'm going to say how many visits, so I guess that's an improvement. But we're out to singing them yeah. uh, throughout the game, yeah. as ever. And they made the fatal mistake of giving it the big one lots of mouth when they scored, uh, which of course led to a scoring soon afterwards and reciprocated straight away. I mean, it was all... It was all jolly holly hockey sticks, wasn't it? But, um, yeah, I mean, you're always going to give it back if you've got some from the home fans. When will people ever know there's always comeuppance in football? Yeah. All the time. That's why I always try not to give it out too much, because no. they know there could be a nasty sting in exactly. the tail. Yeah. Although I was guilty of doing exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. You and me both. <laughs> you and me both, yeah. Anyway, hopes for the second half. Do you think we can win this? And if so, in normal time, because it goes all the way to Pence. It goes to penalties, which I, I, my nerves can't stand. I mean, I think... Julian said, but, you know, that Arsenal came into it. I think the last 15 minutes of the half, Arsenal on top. Yeah. You have to give them credit. They're playing really nice football, really knocking it around. Yeah. We've defended well on the whole. Um, 
So I hope we can, if we can start the second half like we started the first, I'm really optimistic. But yeah. if Arsenal carry on as they were towards the end of the first half, I think I'm a bit more um, pessimistic. But it's a really even game. Yeah. Could go either way, and we're, we're right in it. That's yeah. all you can ask for at half time away from home. Yeah. Arsenal uh, put out a reasonably strong squad. We put out a strong squad. Yeah. Um, not many uh, replacements from the obvious. Billy Gilmore's one of the ones that has started. He's looked good, hasn't he? I like, I like the look of him. He's, he's not kind of giving the ball away. He's, he's yep. looking to get forward. Um, I think most of the guys that have come in, I think Cole will, first yep. time I've really good. seen him, other than, you know, for a yeah. tiny little appearance, you know, coming on as a sub to yep. Yep. run the clock down. He's looked pretty solid. Yeah, he looked um, solid at Forest Green. I went to that one. He, oh, yeah, he, he looked so, I know, yeah, easier yeah. opposition, no, but yeah. still nonetheless. Yeah. He looked good. No, I think it's and Lamptey on the left. Lamptey on right. the left. He's done okay. made one mistake towards the end of the first half. But yeah. And he's had, taken a couple of quite heavy knocks as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we all love Tarek, don't we? So, uh, Absolutely. It's good to see him get a start. David Wilbrick's looking out for it, obviously. Yeah. There was no way he wasn't going to take that penalty, was it? No, absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad he put that one away, because I think the last one he took for us, he missed. So, yeah. uh, and of course, McAllister's not on the pitch, so he had to go with someone different anyway. Exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah, we've got a reasonably strong squad out, decent bench still as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, fingers crossed for the second half. And Julian, how do you see it go? Do you reckon we're going to nab this? Uh, well, I mean, it's sort of the. Uh, I wonder if it might go to penalties, actually. Yeah. Uh, I think it might do. Yeah, I think that it's sort of. Uh, I'm imagining it will be a second half similar to the first. Yeah. And, you know, perhaps we can hold, you know, hold on, or that it will be, uh, um, you know, a, 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 there'll be goals second half, and it will end up uh, all level. And Come on, yeah. Come on, yeah, Let's see. Let's hope it goes. Let's hope we win it in normal time. That'll exactly, be nice. Yeah, be back for our nerves. Exactly. More time for a drink afterwards, Wonder what our noise was. We two went up, are we, Jacko? <laughs> oh well, and it's guess who? As you heard from the oh, song. Oh, what a goal! And Cisco is brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, it's a really, really good goal in the build-up. It's Zaxa brought it on. Yeah. Twiddle about, got round one player, laid it off. It wasn't selfish because when I saw in Cisco in his first couple of appearances, I thought he's. I kind of admired him for it, but he's got a bit got kind of sight of yeah. goal and he's shot. But this yeah. time he he saw Mitoma, yeah. laid it on for him, and a brilliant finish. It's a perfect curl finish in the corner. Yeah. Not dissimilar to in the catch. No, it's, it's quite similar. Yeah. Here we go. And we just been, we've just been singing the Thomas song as well. Getting upset in the top tier over there. Excellent. 
Oh, it's 3-1. Lamptey's in. In on goal. Gets in. He looks on the stretch. Looks like he might be about to lose his balance. Oh, no. Oh, no. Where is it? Uh, what a fantastic goal again that's his pace that time that's all about the pace and he kept his balance you say. and now we're singing his name even though he wasn't playing on the right yeah exactly yeah. who cares we can't think of anything to rhyme with left <laughs> I think they were saying scaring him scaring him to death they were trying to yeah, get yeah. going but anyway Arsenal feel bereft oh, <laughs> yeah. but anyway Come on, Albion. Let's hold out now. Let's proper raucous celebrations too. We've got the ultras right behind us. Yeah, it's like a boxing match here when we score. I tell you, we are Brighton. We are Brighton. Super Brighton from the south. We are Brighton. Super Brighton. We are Brighton from the south. We are Brighton. We are Brighton. Super Brighton from the south. We are Brighton, super Brighton, we are Brighton from the south. Oh, what a scramble in the box! Uh, second goal on the, roughly on the hour, I think, wasn't it? Third goal, 72 minutes. Yeah.
brilliant second half. Yeah, yeah. First ten minutes, a bit shaky. Yeah. Yeah. After that, two brilliant goals. Yeah. We've absolutely controlled it. It's been great. Fantastic performance. Superb. Great She's performance. Yeah. The fans have been brilliant as well. Fans have been brilliant. And the Arsenal fans, speaking of which, with a minute to go of stoppage time, are, well, I think half of them have gone already. Yeah, I'd say at least half. About 50, yeah. about 25,000 people have left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always a good sight. I love it. Jacko to check out his goal celebrations. Too busy doing my own. No, no. Did he come on the pitch again? Who knows? <laughs> Graham, who was just in the road in front of me. You always seem to be near me in away grounds. I don't know how that keeps happening. We're not, we're not doing it on friends and family, but... No, because I'm the worst stalker in the world, boss. Yeah. I mean, Bad time you notice me. <laughs> last, last season, I'm pretty sure you were about the same distance. About five seats away. That's why I had to be there. Yeah. And we were there, and we were here tonight, and boy were we glad to be here. We've just done Arsenal, the best team in England, according to the league table. As you said, it changes both sides. And we beat them 3-1. Fucking get in, is that? It's amazing. Yeah, it's come from a goal down as well. Yeah. Special, special win, though. Special night. Exactly. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's exciting it. times. Great times. I'll catch you next time. Cheers. Cheers, Graham. 
So walking home after the game, an excellent 3-1 win away at the Emirates. We just love North London, don't we? And we love winning away at Arsenal. I've got a mate who's an Arsenal fan. He can't stand Brighton because we just keep stitching them up. Draws and wins. We're into the next round. Liverpool scraped through on penalties. But Spurs are out. They lost 2-0 at Forest. Chelsea are out, albeit that was 2-0 against Man City. And, well, Arsenal are out as well. Man United are playing Villa. There's a lot of the big teams are out already, which is great news. Also great news is, of course, Crystal Palace are out. They lost on penalties, poor dears. Oh, well, I'm sure we'll all get over that in the end. So, brilliant. Uh, for three wins in a row. Ten goals in three games. Fantastic run of form for Roberto de Zerbi. Some of the media already reporting Arsenal's ten changes may have cost them. Nobody's mentioning our eight changes. Of course not, why would they? But we don't care because we're into the next round. That's all that matters. The last 16, third time in a row we've done that. But we've only ever got to the quarterfinal stage, which is one step on from now. So if we can get a favourable draw tomorrow, Thursday... Or even if we don't, we might get through to the quarters again. I really fancy a cup run. Why not? I don't think we need to just concentrate on the league. We can do both, as you've seen with the squad depth um, that we proved tonight. Anyway, fantastic going out. Broke off from the others, so I didn't get a chance to speak to everyone after the game. But we heard from Jacko there, thanks to him. We also heard from Julian and David, friends of the show. And a little bit from Leo, who also made his debut. So thanks to all of them. Thanks to everyone that went along. There were 6,300 there, apparently, supporting the, the Albion. And what a great day. Absolutely fantastic. So, until next time, stand or fall up the Albion. And so there we go, that's all the audio for the Arsenal game. And we move now to Saturday. Uh, further reflections on Arsenal to come. But first of all, just to mention, we're doing another groundhopping day, aren't we, Peter? We are. And we're looking, United. We're looking at a giant uh, yes. giraffe mascot. Well, not a giant giraffe. And we're not hallucinating, <laughs> honestly. We haven't had too much to drink. There is a very long-necked animal walking around with a collection for a poppy appeal, I think, which is interesting. Anyway, more on that later. But, yeah, giraffes we were heavily involved in the war. They were, they? Giraffes, yes. I'm not sure about that. But they could look over the trenches really easily. <laughs> <laughs> they took the risks for us, yes. So, we, yeah, we're a gang of Green Lane for Sutton United against Bradford. Ticket We're chatting to some uh, Bradford fans. Bradford fans, good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah good guy, guy and gal. Um, yeah, get them there. They're very Early grounded. start this morning. Classic grounded fans. They ran into some Leeds fans you were delighted to hear and um, got into a They've bit of banter. They've got a similar view of Leeds yeah. fans that we have. And apparently they were giving it the big one. Yeah. Who knew that was going to happen? Leeds is unlikely to do that, you know. <laughs> Especially against rival teams as well. But anyway, we're, we're looking forward to ticking off our 86th ground, both of us. Ground, yeah. Not the same, not the same 86, but we're not far off. One, what, only one away from each other. One difference. You, yeah. you need Wimbledon, I need uh, Salford. We've, we've been planning our trip up for potentially for more back from Tottenham Harrogate over the like, next few yeah. months. So we could be on 89 by the end yeah. of this month, uh, next month, which would be great. Anyway, crazy times. Back to the Arsenal game, Peter. I, I did some match day special stuff. I didn't speak to you about it. You were out the game, though. Uh, what were your thoughts and reflections on it? It wasn't great, you know. It was a pretty ordinary night, you know. <laughs> it's just getting boring when it's the Emirates now. It's too easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think probably for you and me, having missed the last season, well, it probably meant more, probably even more. Yeah. So yeah, great, great performance. Thought we started really well, dominant in the, the early stages. 
had all the chances then they scored against the run of play yeah. and we're looking a bit threatening after we, and then from nowhere we scored the penalty yeah. and the second, rest of the half was pretty didn't, not, not much happened second half they came out like a steam train hit the post had a really good save from Steele yeah. and then from nowhere again similarly to the other way around from the first half we scored yeah. and then from there we controlled the rest of the game I think. Yeah. despite the fact they kept bringing on more and more first team players we, we, look, we never looked in, under threat and really nice second and third goals brilliantly taken Flurry deserved to win and as we were chatting on the train down here to Sunny Sutton um, we were just saying about 3-1 I think was about the right yeah. result although Mikel Arteta seems to think that they deserve to win I don't know which yeah, delusional glasses he, he had on there yeah I don't know where he got that from I think they had 10-15 minutes start second half where they were yeah. well on top other than that we were at least level if not well on top of them basically I never, I never understand why managers say that sort of thing because yeah. it makes them just look like fools they, uh, to be honest it showed that interestingly that, you know, despite the fact that our team only cost 27 million our reserves are significantly better than theirs yeah. well, I think we had two more players who played oh, the we, weekend do we have a, a largely changed team as well I thought it was just yeah. Arsenal according to the yes, BBC yes apparently like we played our first team and Arsenal <laughs> played their reserves and it was still a shock yeah. which I, I don't quite understand the logic there yeah, yeah it's been reported <laughs> as a shock <laughs> and those that didn't say that said oh um, uh, Arsenal were knocked out by Brighton it wasn't that we yeah. won through with a storming victory and they, what, what was reported on the BBC was the 10 changes yeah. and they said nothing about ours which implied yeah. and still we had eight changes. Yeah. Still call it a shock. Still a shock, yeah. How, how it, con- make, it makes zero how sense. Contrary, yeah. So I just had to say that I, I wasn't happy with the draw. <laughs> yes. The draw has yeah. not been very inconvenient to have to go yeah. a, a nine minute walk. A whole ten minute walk to, to get to the away end at Charlton it is. It's going to be horrendous. It's like You've been waiting travel. for three years, haven't you? I'm, I'm basically going to go have crazy travel issues. I'm going to have to like leave like about probably probably have to take day off work to get to that game. <laughs> it's just going to be horrendous. You probably will have to allow extra time to get there than what you would have done though because it appears that every Albion fan you know has invited themselves around to your house pre and post match yeah and, and for the whole week apparently as well yeah. and it's, it's going to be a, a week Christmas, up so we're yeah. all just having Christmas all right Christmas at mine all have the World Cup final at mine we can just stay there for the new year as well glad tidings Peter yeah <laughs> there's a little space on the floor over there if you want to sleep over there you know it's going to be perfect the cats are not going to know what's hit them are they yeah, they're going to they're going to go away for a few weeks. They're going to take their <laughs> walk off with a suitcase and bugger off. I wouldn't blame them. Yeah, um, just, yeah, it's going to be a uh, going to be fun. All listeners out there, come to my house. Yeah. I mean, it's brilliant. It's the wrong way round in a way, isn't it? Getting Arsenal before Charles doesn't seem the right way round. But yeah, we'll, we'll take it. Having got through the Arsenal game, we'll certainly take it. No guarantees or anything. But just on the Arsenal game, by the way, just to, for, I don't think I mentioned it on the match day special elements of this podcast, but. Um, we started with Steele and goal. We had a very yeah. good game, I thought. Lamptey played left-back. Then we had um, Dunk, Colwell, and... Um, yeah, the Warriors, Lamptey played left-back. That's kind of screwed the song up. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, scared to death we've gone with as an alternative rhyme. Um, and then, yeah, we have Veltman, um and then well, we, I think his touch is deft as well. Touch is deft. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, played with... We did have Kai Sado in the field, but Billy Gilmore. Billy Gilmore. Billy I Gilmore. thought looked really la, la, good. La, la, la. He looked good, yeah. Yeah, kept the ball ticking over. Yeah, solid marks in there. The front three of well, the three behind Welbeck of mm. of so March and Simon Hope, especially the two South Americans, look really lively. Yeah, really good. They uh, they don't have any sort of fear of shooting, do they? Which is no, really encouraging, given our lack of yeah. shooting quite a lot. Sarmiento obviously had already made an impression in the small time he had. He's come back into it, just coming back to match fitness. And he's saying he's been uh, building up to it slowly, and yeah. it's been it's been a good uh, recovery period after all the frustrations. See how much time he gets in the World Cup, whether he gets like yeah. I think he'll definitely get nominated, yeah. and then. Oh, yeah. the, I think we'll get in the squad, yeah, yeah the squad, yeah. And there was um, some report that they were, we read that they wanted to, hold, they wanted to be called up earlier and they wanted yeah. him to go before the weekend. Yeah. And see, so 
obviously has already had, had made an impression. He played in, I thought, played very well in the Forest Green game. Uh, he's come on as a sub in a couple of matches, and most notably, yeah. obviously, the uh, the recent match against Chelsea. Um, and then, uh, you know, he's, he's getting involved, and he looked good. He looked really good. Yeah. Again, direct shot. Just the, the second goal, the interchange between. I mean, it's, it's what exactly what the he wants to kind of like bring the defenders in, the attackers into the defenders, and then yeah. having tight tight working between Sarmiento and Kiso yeah. and Beltman on the line, which then left Sarmiento running through at their defence, and yeah. and suddenly their defence was stretched, and Mitoma, and yeah. he looks. He looks like £2.5 million. Pounds. What's a snip? He, he looks ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the, um, that goal, as you said, that second goal was a mixture of a typical deserving style and... The, the quality as well that we're yeah. now learning to expect from him, and, and also the fact that these players aren't even the first choice a lot of them. So yeah, they, you know, they're still the fact that they're, obviously they're working training yeah. as well as uh, everyone. Is. Yeah, proportionally speaking, we have, we have got better strength yeah. and depth than Arsenal for what yeah. we're doing. Um, in terms in terms of them, they've had a bonus today. We've already found out that Man City have yeah. lost to a 98th minute winner against Brentford, which is a sensational result for them. They're still two behind us. We've got two games in hand, so we're not too worried about that. But what a, what a result for them! But um, anyway, going back to, um, to, uh, to, well, to the League Cup, only t- London's only team left is Charlton. All of the Premier League teams, all of the London other teams are out. That involved Palace losing on penalties. What a shame. Uh, Although Chelsea- I kind of wanted them to win in a way because Newcastle were probably one of the big players. Yeah, friends. true. I was kind of like... True, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But City obviously beat Chelsea, so Chelsea were out, and City have drawn Liverpool, which is brilliant. Them, yeah. uh, that's great news. Um, United beat Villa, so Villa are out, West Ham are out. But it's only, City's the only one I don't I, I really, really would scare me, you know. Yeah. We've beaten United But Liverpool are capable of we've beating beaten Liverpool City. We've beaten recently, or yeah. certainly got draws up there, which are better yeah. penalties. You know, we've beaten Newcastle over the years, although they, again, they might be the second best one yeah. at the moment. So we've, but we've, we, it's just City. We need Liverpool to beat City, don't we? Because yeah. Liverpool can have a bad one against yeah. A Newcastle, and they get rid of them, yeah. um, and then there we go. So we're in the fourth oh, round. Charlton first, though. We've, we've only been in the in the fifth round, which is the quarterfinals once, once, and that was 1978, yeah. 79, which is the year before I started supporting. So it's it's great if we can at least equal that and preferably beat it. Well, incredibly, we've been now since they say the stat by reference we've been in the fourth round three times in a row now, which is yeah. unheard of for us. Hmm. Yeah, that's obviously it. it's easier now. We've got one so, fewer round, but. Still. Exactly. Uh, so he, he finished this time not with his head, which is what he would do in his first game, first goal at uh, Wolves. That was a good finish. Uh, so, so that move right, which was really well taken. And the interesting thing about him was, I was like, it was actually day last weekend at Wolves, G- Jermaine Genius saying that he wasn't sure, having watched the game, I think it was Jermaine, yeah, I think it was Genius, was it Murphy, one of them, saying that having yeah. watched the game, he wasn't sure whether he was right or left footed, and yeah. he just comes in or out. And, when you're not sure, that's a good sign, isn't it? Yeah. And that, that's. The defenders won't be either. And the, the clincher on Wednesday, the Lampton. Uh, laid off by Billy Gilmore yeah. and then Lamptey did most of the footwork broke forward quite a bit gone into the box left his defender off, so training yeah, in his right the challenge looked like he might fall over for a second kept his footing one or two steps later nudges it in with his left foot interestingly yeah. seeing he's on the left side and um, yes, and he had no choice but to go for it there with his left yeah. I think his right would have probably made him fall up actually fall over yeah. probably yeah. Um, fantastic times yeah. um, in terms of other news um, we never really looked in danger at that point afterwards as well we didn't really did we no, no not, not particularly so um, just going back to one other thing as well a final word on this really until we play them at Stamford Bridge Chelsea got more, more rants on this one first of all on Robin one, one thing Robin said after the 4-1 win he said I essentially never wanted I warmed to Potter during his entire tenure there was something about his nice guy routine that I found a bit hollow um, the mask slipped a couple of times and again in his post-match interview on Saturday it was obviously Saturday after the game um, Potter recently said 
um, one of his favourites, I think after the last weekend match, this was, um, and this is definitely a dig, I think, he said, if I wanted a nice, easy life, I could have um, quite easily stayed working at Brighton in the Premier League and signed a new contract and been absolutely okay. And I wouldn't have had too many questions about myself or pressure or sacking or anything like that. But the reason to come here, one of the reasons to come here, as they were many, it's a fantastic football club. I deeply con- contest that. Anyway, uh, potentially one of the best in the world, he says, um, that can compete for any major trophy. We all know we are not at that point now and we haven't been for two or three years. Is a reality. If you look at the league table and the points difference between the top two, so okay, how do you get there? That's hard work, pain and suffering, and moving towards blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, which uh, pretty much all of that statement is bollocks. After yeah. the fact that Chelsea won the Champions League a year and a half ago. Exactly. Yeah. I for, mean, for starters. So, yeah. I mean, I mean if, he, if he means the Premier League, then that's fair enough. I can, they haven't been that close recently, but I know some some Chelsea fans aren't going to accept that though. They're not. The, no, they're, they're exactly. Not accept they're, they're ungrateful. They're ungrateful that Tuchel was there. Now they seem to want him back. No, they never, wanted, they, they never wanted Tuchel gone. I don't think. No, right? some did. I think. Maybe some. But some I don't think any. I think. It was very, very limited number. There was pretty much anger. On that Potter stuff, though, I think they've never been, and never will be, in my opinion, um, a fantastic football club. Better chances of of trophies, yeah, obviously, yeah, fair enough. More money, of course, as well. Probably below us in the league and the league cup. That would have worked when they moved. Um, So so that's all true. Admittedly, we're not in the Champions League anymore, but. But for me, (laughs) we are a billion times more fantastic than Chelsea could ever dream of being. Our club has a heart, it has a soul, it has more interesting history. It has class. It has genuine connection to its surrounding community. Yeah, I think that's on an epic, Chelsea. epic I mean, scale. They have a soul. It's just made of either, well, originally the kind of ruble and now the dollar. <laughs> but no, we've got we've, you know, we've got a, a real tie with the community on an epic scale. It's the fans, and as a whole, we're infinitely better in a variety of ways. And we don't have a notable issue amongst our fan base with racism, hooliganism, arrogance, and general unpleasantness that not only associated with but plague and always have done that festering, overblown football club with its massively overprivileged set of supporters. That's my view on it. And no offence to any uh, Chelsea fans out there that listen, I know personally, namely Tony from Seagulls over London. Um, but as a club, I can't stand them. Same goes for Wetsham and to a slightly smaller degree Spurs. But quite honestly, that's that. Pete, I mean, what, what happens, obviously, about the Win Stanley thing, um, that's the other bit of news. He's now, there's nobody announced that he's on gardening leave. He has actually offered his yeah. resignation, which presumably is therefore being accepted. Um... What did you say about that? Cause I mean, are you I'm wrote... just waiting for the offer for the tea lady and the uh, <laughs> and Gully. That's uh, the next step. You said in midweek, you said it's, in, it's genuinely incredible that we've lost our director of football, head of recruitment, manager, assistant manager, two coaches, goalkeeping coach, another recruiter, player of the season, best player and top scorer from the last three seasons this year. But we'll definitely yeah, go... two separate things, by the way, but it wasn't best player and leading scorer. Oh, yeah, no, that's it, yeah. <laughs> but we'll definitely go into the World Cup in the top half and could be as high as fifth, depending on the results, and into the fourth round of the League Cup. All of which is true. Also, two youth scouts and two I youth players that, yeah. as well, on top yeah. of that. I mean, the youth scouts... On that basis, absolutely fantastic, isn't it? It's, it's stunning, really. I mean, and Deservey, after five five games in a row without a win, yeah. came in. And, you know, it took a while, but you can already see he's learned in the way that took Potter almost two and a half, two and a half, yeah. three years almost yeah. to learn that we need a different route of attacking. Yeah. And I know Andy Knox would completely disagree <laughs> with me here, but the fact is, 
people were talking about it for so long until he started actually worked out we needed the yeah. plan B and there were you know we did create a lot of chance in one season on the lockdown yeah. but other seasons we didn't yeah. and we didn't go and then suddenly we started doing that this year because yeah. Zerbi's worked that out yeah. already last last weekend on match today there were two long passes from Dunk one of which led to the sending off and one of which led to an early chance yeah. for March Dunk's Don, long balls about yeah. now as well Potter wasn't doing that after six, five or six games he's he's worked out in a he obviously starts off with a better, better base yeah. than Potter did but yeah it's Dare I say he's getting more out of certain players who need to fulfil potential a couple of young ones I yeah. see so but also people like Solly as well although he still hasn't scored yet but nonetheless um, we've got to get into the, uh, to the game yeah before to- and in fact, that's it for the episode. Didn't catch any more audio afterwards. Too busy drinking. But anyway, a fantastic weekend. Uh, hopefully ahead. We've, uh, we've got the win in the week against Arsenal. We're now looking forward to the Villa game, which was uh, uh, well, Sunday, 2 o'clock kickoff, And um, we're hoping to get another win to keep this winning run going. Um, the good news is Palace lost at Nottingham Forest and Zaha on Mr Penalty, which is absolutely fantastic. And so... We're definitely ahead of them going into this big break for the World Cup, and hopefully uh, we can stay above Chelsea. Um, essentially, they lost, so we would have to lose by a great margin for that to be a problem. So, on the way down to the game now, it's Sunday, and let's hope for the best. Stand or fall, up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.